All right, this is Chris from Brother Speed Podcast, where we discuss black LGBT issues and topics. And my guest today is my very first director, executive producer, uh, editor, uh, uh, everything under the sun when it comes to the production of his web series. His web series is called Eaton's Garden. Uh, this is actually a, the first of its kind to be a transgender men of color web series that actually appears uh, definitely on YouTube. Uh, this is the director and everything else, like I said before, Mr. Seven King. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, how are you doing? You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, you know, my, how I found out about the series um, came from my friend. <laughs> One day we just ha- happened to be in Starbucks and he just said, Chris, after that, I was just turned on. You know, so I wanted to kind of, I wanted to kind of find out, you know, number one, you know, how is it on this journey of doing a web series? Number one, what made you do it? All those type of questions. So I'm just going to go one by one. So just to make sure, you are originally from Bronx, New York, correct? Yes, um, I was born in Harlem. My mom and dad is both from the Bronx. My father's actually a hip-hop icon. He's from the group Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Oh, my so, God. Okay. Yeah, and my mother is a whole different kind of culture aspect. Well, my parents, my mother's family came from Spain and Puerto Rico, and then my father being hip-hop. You know, I guess like some of my artistic and writing skills and poetic type of, you know, energy and everything probably came from my gene. So I've basically been in New York and Atlanta ever since my parents divorced at seven. My father built the house out here. So I've been really coming back and forth since I was like a kid. Oh, wow. Okay, so that was going to be one of my questions. I didn't know when it come down to Atlanta, was it a foreign place? But pretty much it's always been your home, really. down to you starting to do this web series why did you 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 chose new york first is that correct yeah okay what was Um, tell me why you chose new york first um i chose new york because i was just going for where i was currently living at so i was just using my environment where i was living at i moved to new york um I guess, too, because, you know, sometimes I just like a change of scenery, a change of people and everything keeps the ideas fresh, but also just keeps my life, you know, more in tune and just uh, evolving as a person. So I was living in New York when I originally thought of the idea, so I just um, used what I got. I did a lot of strategic planning, did everything out of budget, still doing everything out of my own pocket. And, um, you know, I write. I taught myself how to film. I went to Clark Atlanta briefly, um, studying journalism and mass media. Yeah, um, I, I always yeah I I went to Clark Atlanta. I was um, the president of the mass media uh, program there, and um, I actually stopped when I moved to New York. But I'm actually looking to go back to school, um, not for mass media, but more for education. 
But um, besides that, yeah, that's how it started in New York. And um, I thought of the idea. I always wanted to show, to establish myself as a professional writer, but I know it's a com- competitive game out here. It's yeah. like a million people trying to do the same thing. Yeah, you know so what, I want... I want to talk about the you know, the show for a minute. When it comes to the show, you came up with the concept of advocating and educating, but yet within, within the scripted form for transgender men of color. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh, so what, now, why would you? Now, what made you want to put that storyline out? Why? What was it? Something that you felt was not being recognized? Um. I just knew um, for a fact it was never done. I knew I shouldn't have never did it in reality TV format because with sound bites, people could usually exploit to make it more entertainment right. for human beings to happen to have a trans experience. Okay. And with doing it scripted, I knew I could have control over the message. Gotcha. And, and make it more understanding with certain topics that may be confusing for people, like sexuality, um, this transitioning, or what's the importance of somebody and their feelings and emotions just being trans and being human and living life next to the next person, or, you know, just the family aspect, and I'm really doing the dialogue very slowly, because okay. there's so much um, that comes with just breaking down a series that happens to do it, you know, tra- people who happen to be transitioned especially from a black Latino or a perspective of color. Mm-hmm. Um, but it represents all trans people, but especially from our dynamic, you know, somebody that transitioned from a black female to a black man, it takes a lot of discipline to not fall into a lot of loopholes that stereotypically is set up from, you know, society, from local, from education, and breaking those kind of barriers and still being successful and sustaining freedom and peace of mind, you know, right. and it's a lot. You did start this series back in 2015, correct? Yes. Okay, now, so 2015, first, how, what, was, what, was the, what was it like? What was it, the entire process from finding the locations, making sure you got the right actors, what was that whole process? Was, was it painful? Was it, <laughs> what was it? Um, the process, I, I definitely... Thank me being in New York for just giving me that hustle and bustle. It was a lot of grinding, it was a lot of networking, it was a lot of going out. Um, seeing between my mutual friends who were who would support just the pre startups with like uh, opening up houses for like locations, um, me looking to see who would be comfortable actually being an actor, right. uh, open and being open about being transgender as far as the lead cast because not everybody is transgender but every lead cast member that was one of the requirements okay and i think okay. that's what made the buzz go crazy because, just because that because of that fact that i wanted to stay true to the art and the vision and the message okay with, um, so you basically thought it would provide more authenticity by providing bisexual, transgender, and all those type of... But you had to be specifically that to give more authenticity to the to the series? Yes. Yeah, for um, Eden's Garden. And even myself, because I myself, I am trans. 
Yo, I put. I, I originally didn't want to act, and I just wanted. You know, I really like the behind the scenes, the screenplay writing, the directing, the editing. But you know, I had to sacrifice my own self to get that confidence and stand out in the front line to make other people comfortable. And you know, that's exactly what happened. It was like a domino effect, and it really liberated a lot of people's lives. Um, not just trans, but it made understanding from, you know, college platforms. I spoke at a couple colleges in regards to this. Um, other people from other races, nationalities, I got a lot of support overseas, Brazil, Portugal, um, Italy, you know, Africa, especially a lot of transgender people who get persecuted um, for being who they are in other countries. Um, I get a lot of mail of hope with that. And, uh, yeah, the process has been just grinding. It means um, knowing how to play, like, a lot of different hats. Right, right. You know, from editing to producing to shooting in the camera, from acting, and being confident in doing what I got to do and not making no excuses or looking for a handout, waiting for a grant, and just doing it now. Yeah. Just doing everything now. And it just one step in front of the other. You know, you know, I definitely, I noticed that the first time, the first, because I like to look at the views, you know, because um, I would see exactly how many people are just viewing it. I noticed that the, the first time around, 45,000 views. How did you feel about that? Oh, I was definitely shocked. I did, you know, I never did a web series and put it on YouTube, but I also noticed and learned the power of the internet. And once, you know, word of mouth gets around and the shares gets around it, to, well, number one, again, 45,000 views, especially for a web series, that is definitely considered to be a pretty a pretty good hit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was by itself. That was with no anything. It was just, it just went crazy. It was, um, and also we were shared on different platforms. Uh, we were shared with um, Ebony Magazine, a lot of popular bloggers, and it just went viral. Oh, just wow. the topic alone. Um, makes people curious whether you're straight, gay, female, male, yeah. you know, pastor, teacher, mom, dad. It makes like, wow, I never heard of that. I might not understand that, but it's still interesting to watch because I've never seen nothing like it. And I think that's what gives us leverage amongst a lot of series because it might be different series that talk about basketball, but it's not a lot that could say they authentically the picture kind of concept like this and do it in a way that's accurate or in a way that's 90% supported and maybe because you know this is also my life and what I observed in this life that I could put out stories that makes you know 
that is artistically um, respected. Now, when it comes down to people watching, of course, like any other series, that consistency is what people always look for. What did people take away from the show? Like, what were you getting? What was the message that you really want people to walk away from? Because you did add educating. Because some things, I'll be honest with you, I still was kind of kind of learning a lot from your show uh, in terms of what it is that transgender. Men and, that, and the, the good part, of course, is men of color, but just transgender in general. What things and the whole process that they that went through. So when it came out to each episode that you came out with, what did you did you want a storyline that was something that was suspenseful that kept following that kept going every every time, or did you want one that pretty much was like a sitcom and start? And it was more of a show that just stopped and ended, and it showed what particular situation was occurring, and then the next one was different, the next one was different, the next one was different. What was your way of doing that? I wanted um, basically a storyline that showed like human lives and um, a cast that happened to be transgender, but in a human aspect, not exploitative, not just talking about, you know, what's in your pants, not talking about surgeries. Or just talking about how you, what your family think about it. But just get the everyday life, friendships, loves, romance, betrayals, working, ups, downs, just like the next person. And um, make it into like a, like a series, something like, you know, Noah's Ark, The L Word, Sex in the City, um, anything with like friends, but... Of course, the dialogue and some of the messages and content is going to be different because the human beings happen to be trans. And when you are trans, you may do certain different things than the next person who may have been born biological male or female. But, right. you know, going to the doctor, a little bit more focus on your outward look and body and physique than, you know, somebody who may have been born that way or just, you know, the internal battles that you still have to um, master as you get older and older, or finding out what manhood is and what does that look like for you, because, you know, the hyper-masculinity that's in the black community, sometimes people could get lost in trying to prove themselves in that aspect, right, right. Um, rather than what's original or personal to your own identity, okay. and, um, you know, that's, it's, a, it's a lot of layers, and I think black men also, we tackle a lot of things that Um, perspective, you know, and in the, and 
actually the last pilot I actually added to transgender women to the uh, lead cast, so it's inclusive now. Okay. Across the board. Okay. Okay. So now, when it comes to you, do you find your life pretty much exactly what you see or what you're putting out there in the web series? You find that a a pretty much a good reflection of your life? No, (laughs) my personal (laughs) life is actually the opposite. I'm actually I'm I'm actually Muslim. Um, I'm uh, a bookworm, a travel, very selective of over who I have in my personal life. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, well, you know, I'm liking the very Well, I came a long way. That's all I'm going to say. But, okay. Um, I like acting. As, you know, it's easy to be, you know, urban. I'm from New York. I'm from the Bronx. So I know how to get my oil like that if needed. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, <laughs> now, when it came out to the, the uh, first season, you know, how many shows, how many episodes did you do? Okay. And um, I was really trying to see if I wanted to, where I was going with this show, um, if I wanted to stay with this current cast or not, especially with me um, moving and everything. So I was trying to meet the demands of the people, but I wanted to first make sure I was feeling comfortable with just creating oh. and willing to do what I wanted to do. So I took a break to just revamp and restructure and deal with my move and personally moving to Atlanta doing a lot of personal goals and you know I, I did it from the ground up again but in the first um, running um, in New York I did four Hey guys, this is Chris from Brothers Be Podcast. Just want to take a quick little moment and just remind you, if you guys are enjoying the interview, please, by all means, go directly to the bio of the actual episode and you're more than likely, there'll be some information there to follow any one of our guests and just to find out exactly who they are, follow them and all that other good stuff, okay? Remember, this is Chris from Brothers Be Podcast and now back to our show. Okay, so now when that move came about, uh, did viewership kind of get a little little crazy around that time? Were they kind of the main people were kind of asking where you were, what happened, you know, or did, was that something that you? Yeah. <laughs> they was like, I was getting a lot of emails and comments like, what happened? You were set next episode. What is the next episode? When is the next episode? Um, but you know, when you're doing a lot of things on your own, it wears and hats. And then I had to do everything I did in New York. I did back in Atlanta. See, now, now that becomes a question because when it comes to web series, at least from what I have seen, you're very 
dependent upon people donating. Is that correct or no? Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't even know, like, I guess me meeting other directors and stuff like that. I guess everybody has a different angle of makes them create. And for me, it was always passion. It was always my own drive and my own excitement. And I based everything on that. And I, you know, some people said, oh, what about, you know, getting funding or waiting? And if I was to wait for somebody to give me a hand up to create, who knows when that will happen? Sure. If I have to wait a year, two years, a couple months, True. I'm gonna do it now and I'm gonna use what I got. You know, I always turn what I got into gold, and that's how I always been growing up. And okay. I guess that kind of tactic that I always took in life, I put it to the art and I put it to towards creating productions uh, okay. and stuff. And it just happened. I've been blessed, and I thank God for that. I thank my family, my You know that that to me, you know, when it comes to the you know the whole process of doing it your own way, your your way of doing it, it's a lot. It's a lot to bear. So I got to tell you, a lot of people can't really do what you do. Now, now also when it comes to the audience, what audience were you receiving? Were you receiving more support from the transgender? Were you receiving more support from the gay audience who who happened to be men of color, or were you just? Something completely, you know, surprising to me. So, 
Well, so wait a minute. So when it comes down to writing, not this is gonna is this pretty much like the first of its kind to write novels of for transgender people of color? Is this, is this the first time that uh, people are doing that, or any, that you're doing this, or have you ever heard of any other authors doing something like this? No, I know there's a lot of authors that probably have interviewed trans or blue stories, but I know the story that I'm writing is original and the first of its own. Wow. Like it's attached to a brand that is the first of its own. Wow. So, wow. With all the thousands of supporters we have, when I do uh, do the tour for the book and everything, it's going to be a big, big thing. Oh, well. I would love to send you tickets to the premiere Labor Day weekend at ATL, you know. so much let me tell you i was not expecting that and i will definitely accept those tickets i would love to come i truly appreciate that <laughs> yes. this yes, is because this pilot is not going to be released online okay all. so because um, we actually got accepted into um three film festivals from my last pilot that was just released online wow. and the film festivals was basically like you're in the film festival but we don't want anything that's online for the public Yeah. So right now, Forbidden Secrets is online, and the crowd can enjoy that until we're out of the film festivals. But until then, we'll have a nice premiere. Um, it's going to be very intimate, Q&A, um, guest speakers, it's going to be nice. Um, we're working around the clock, I just was at different locations, at the theaters, doing it today. You know, yeah. A lot comes into planning, but uh, we have, it, it, I'm excited, I'm definitely going to be sending your tickets. Oh, wow. Let me tell you, it sounds like it's going to be... I'm excited already. I can tell you that because I've never heard of this. I've had plenty other authors and bloggers come on the show, but definitely this is the first of its kind that I've ever heard of, uh, especially for being for transgender. Now, now, when it came down to this journey, what made you want to do this? What made you say, let me go down this path and and explore this? What, made, what Who gave, of course, Sister Soldier, and she's been around for quite a long time. I remember her but definitely was starting when it comes to a public enemy, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love Sister Soldier. When I say the way she writes, she writes so well, but it's always messages and gems in it, and that's what, you know, I also do naturally. You know, a lot of people um, say that they get inspired by me, but I don't try to be the cliche type of model. I just live my life, and I'm just authentic and raw as a person myself, and I do that with my art as well, yeah. as much as possible, and, you know, I wanted to do this because I just study what everybody in this life is trying to do something before they die, it's trying to do something, and everything is, that the industry, people, you know, try to glamorize it like it's something so big that people are chasing to be a part of, yes. I'm not even chasing to be a part of that. Right. You know, I'm just trying to be more authentic with what I'm doing and let it be establishing and grow from one level to the next without, you know, me selling myself out and doing things to compromise what I believe in. Because most of independent artists, I think most of the dopest art is the ones that are not 
owned by three, four companies that right. have to be approved by somebody that doesn't know nothing about art and then trying to say yay or nay. You know, gotcha. so yeah, independent artists, there's a lot more freedom to it. And I started to do this because nobody did it before. And I knew that nobody did it before. I'm going to be the lead in the race as far as showing creatively screenplay writing and an idea and a concept that others haven't tackled but it's just you know it, it this is on so many levels just revolutionary and for me as an artist i felt that since the idea came to me the way it did in the dream it definitely worked out in the end when i look at where we at now in 2017. so so now you have the book now you have the books coming out. Like I said, I'm really I'm excited already. And then you have the web series that you recently just put out a 2017 pilot episode. Is that correct? Yes. So you're juggling a lot. So <laughs> so, <laughs> so do you feel overwhelmed already or no? What, 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 what does it feel like to undertake all these things and then put out the pilot? I don't feel overwhelmed, and like I said, I'm also Muslim, so I'm Muslim not because I'm in the box or orthodox. I like the life um, principles it gives to everyday living for myself, and um, I bring balance in my mind, you know, body and soul. And when you have balance in things, nothing becomes too overwhelming. I don't just. I don't, yeah, I worked a full-time job, but after it's time for that, um, God out, then I can invest time into all my filming. When it's time for me to close that down, when my eyes become too red or it's just becoming too much, I, you know, get into my study work or my mental illness and I, you know, meditate, pray, you know, think about life outside of the material things. So I'm really good at just bringing balance in my life gotcha. every day consistently you know i'm a very structured person i have a schedule i go by times very timely oriented so i know how to balance accomplishing multiple goals in a 24-hour spectrum on top of getting six hours of sleep because yeah. <laughs> 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 that's a part of my that's a definitely a checklist i remember when i used to get like two three hours of sleep and at this my energy wasn't the same so yes, it's like yes. bringing balance health-wise Everything, like night, day, evening, day. Let me tell you. Well, you need to write a book about that. Let me tell you, like a lot of people love to understand that because it's very, very difficult. But it sounds like to me you're doing it with such great ease. I see now you're also doing a recent casting call in Atlanta to kind of getting things geared up. Is that is that still going on? Yeah, um, this casting call is actually for the pilot that's going into the theater September fourth. Gotcha. And we're finishing the whole pilot um, in May in a six or oh, seventh day intense filming and it's gonna be cut by June. Oh wow. So you know, and the film festival will start in July, so Oh wow. You know, basically okay. everything is on a timely fashion. Yes, yes. Yeah what what would be your advice to someone who was entering or thinking about doing a web series? Because sometimes I do see web series that are really, really good but sometimes they may not necessarily get the support of the viewers in terms of donations as much. But then again, I see some that are actually lasting a pretty long time. So what would you say 
to someone who's thinking about doing a web series, what would be your what the greatest advice that you believe that they need to understand about this segment of the film industry? Because it's still fairly new. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, my advice is to definitely be grounded. Um, when you start creating things, you got to understand energy. People will come around you for different motives. You got to be so central in your vision your purpose, the foundation, and understanding that you're responsible for being truthful, authentic, and saying from the get-go what you can do and what you can't do. Right. And also developing a team that is really for not just you, but the vision. They believe in it like themselves. Right. And um, because a lot of people will give you a thousand opinions of how they think you should do it. Okay. they would do it and certain kind of energy that is not going to be you know healthy or you know positive you don't need to work with right. and you really don't need a big big team as long as you got authentic two or three people around you that's it and it would just blossom and being able to be okay with not having a personal like fun fun life where you just go out party and Usually on your personal time, you're going to be scheduling film dates, doing shot lists, talking to actors, planning practices. Are you willing to really put in the grind and the energy that it takes to bring something to life? Gotcha. You know, everybody likes the end result when they see an episode, but they don't see the planning that goes into getting it to that point, and it's a lot. Right. Um, being able to solve problems, like if an actor can't show up to set, or if something happens and need more equipment, being able to show solve problems and dealing with everything that comes. Right. And, and everything that, you know, you may experience in the development just makes you either a better producer, a better director, a better writer, because all of those things help you for the next level in the journey. Because everybody that people see like Jay-Z, he's not where he's at just because he happened to be lucky. He had to go, you know, from Marcy in Brooklyn all the way to the JD now, but he evolved through a series of tests and trials. Right. And the same way for any artist. It's just being willing to be happy. And if this is what makes you happy, you know, whatever you could do for free, you should make a career out of it. So if you could wake up every day and just film, film, film for free and not have no care in the world, then you should make a career out of it. Right. Right, you know, I something that mean. is important to you yourself, your soul. You know, whatever, because, you know, working and checks is okay, but whatever is in you that drives you of happiness, you should make a career out of it. And it, it's not going to happen overnight, but it will evolve into a career before you know it, especially when you do it consistently every day. You know, when it's, when it's all said and done, uh, when you, because of course I believe that this is going to be a very, uh, a very another successful run for you when it comes to the web series. When it comes to major networks, when it comes to movies, things of that nature, do you foresee that in your future? Is that something that you're looking for? That's that's the, definitely the door that I already know is coming next, and what I um, want to see. You know, I I definitely am interested in either distribution or um, a major network that I could do a consistent um, series with Ian Scarlett. Okay. You know, on a, in, a, in a major way. 
So, because I know a lot of talent right now. There's a lot of other web series, I believe, that, especially in Atlanta. Atlanta seems to be, of course, New York as well. But definitely Atlanta is, um, I think it came out with all about about him, about her. Uh, that, that thing that also came out from Atlanta, at least uh, from Mr. 23, I believe. I'm not sure if I say his name correctly, but... <laughs> so, but <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the film, the thing about Atlanta, um, a lot of the film uh, production headquarters companies are moving to Atlanta because the cost of property is cheap. Gotcha. So a lot of them are moving from LA and stationing headquarters here too. So, you know, everybody's trying to go where they think the next easy hit is going to be able to do, you know. Gotcha. And um, I know Lee Daniels is really doing his thing out here and Tyler Perry. There's a couple other production companies. Station out here, too. Gotcha. Yeah, so, pretty much, you're in the perfect spot, really. You're in the perfect spot, to really. I think it, I'm gonna always do film in Atlanta, regardless if I'm over or not. I'm always, you know, it's easy to get here and do film. So, the people in this city is a real supportive, you know, easy um, to just do simple things out here, like location. You know, the southern hospitality, you can go to a bar and club and ask about, you know, if it's okay to film. They're a lot more open to it. Rather than the nature and the kind of attitudes and work, it's a lot more different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, they have a lot more hunger and they're grinding, but it's a lot more different paperwork and money you have to put down to do simple things. Rather than the South, like people are more hospitality, they have a lot more hospitality towards them. So now, when it comes to, so basically what you're saying is going back to New York is something that you do not foresee doing in another series there at all. Um, if I go back to New York, I'm actually looking to produce a feature film that I wrote that I've been in um, production for about two years now. Okay. And I'm looking to start it back in July because I originally wrote it for the New York environment. Oh. And New York street names in it and everything. So I would definitely go back to New York. I got a great, you know, that's where it started a lot for me. So okay. um, I just won't live there. Okay. Okay. All right. So, well, you know, one thing. One thing about it, I, I definitely see your journey. I definitely see your path. And you know, I got to tell you, I'm actually like I say, it goes back to me. I'm telling you, I'm glad. I'm happy that you uh, actually decided to do the podcast because it really gives people an insight in terms of the journey. That pretty much the journey is really up to you, not necessarily about you know, what it takes and how much it costs to a production, but how much is going to actually be, how many viewers are viewing, but pretty much it's up to you no matter what. And so if you would be one thing, like what particular person within the transgender uh, segment of the LGBT community that you can truly say that you really look up to, that you can definitely foresee yourself maybe even possibly working with later in the future? Um, I like a transgender um, person that I would like to work with. Yeah. Um, probably like um, my good friend Ty, um, Tyra, Tyra Dominique Jackson. Um, she's definitely, I love her spirit. I love the way she talks and like how fearless she is. Um, she's on the show, the reality show Strut that was on Oxygen. Ah, God. is that the Whoopi Goldberg production? Yeah. Ah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Oh wow. So Tyra, definitely good. Well, then again, it's your friend, but definitely I gotta gotta reach out to Tyra here. <laughs> Probably my next interview. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, she's uh, she's amazing. She's well, amazing. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, well, you know what? One thing about it is I I definitely plan on watching the progress of Eaton's Garden to see what's the next thing that's going to be coming about. Are you, are you looking for investors right now with the pilot, or what exactly are you looking for from uh, putting out that pilot? Because right now I see about over 12,000 views, which is a good start. You just released it not that long ago. So are you looking for to get people to invest in it, or are you just looking just to simply to continue to do it the way that you have been doing it? Yeah, definitely. Um investors I'm looking for, um, potential actors that uh, um, the secondary characters to go along the storylines of the lead characters, um, great actors, and I'm looking for an agent right now, actually, okay. an agent that is experienced with um, pitching and pitching shows to the right people in those doors that they only want entertainment lawyers and agents to talk to them about. You know, so gotcha. that's my focus right now. Gotcha. Um, getting a good agent that I actually like the resume and stuff like that. Awesome, awesome. Well, again, Seven, I thank you so much for coming on to the show so people can be able to kind of get a good glimpse in terms of the show and also to in terms of you and how you are and how you're presenting, representing for the uh, transgender community and doing things that are definitely going to be worth watching. So again, thank you for going to come to the Brothers Beat Podcast. Is there any particular place where you want them to uh, continue to follow? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have Instagram? All that good stuff. Any place to do it's going to follow you um, yeah definitely um, for any like business inquir- inquiries or like interviews you can contact me at 7king7000 at gmail.com or booking7king at gmail.com you can find me on Facebook simple7king7 seven spelled L-S-E-N or you can find me on Instagram at soul S-O-U-L of 7king um, I do have a Twitter I'll find it. I'm not into the social media, but I'm, I do it, you know, just to promote what I'm doing. So I don't deal with Facebook. Okay. But, you know, you can catch me on there when I want to get back. No problem, no problem. Definitely, again, I do appreciate you because you stopping by and talking to us a little bit. And I will definitely put all the information out there so the, the audience can see. Thank you again, Seven. This is Seven, who is, again, this is the actor, the director, the producer, the editor, and now author. And now author coming up, and definitely, uh, please check out for that, and I'll definitely keep you posted. When you come out with the book, can you please come back for an interview? Oh, definitely. I'm going to let you know. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank I really you. appreciate it. All right. This is Brother Speed Podcast with Brother Speed Podcast, where we talk about black LGBT issues and topics. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Got to take a moment to give a big shout out to DJ Baker with the weekly top 40. It's the first LGBT urban countdown from artists from around the world. Tune in every single Saturday live from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. exclusively on alldigitalradio.com. 